What's going on? This is Michael Mariah with Spinning Fire. And today is a Monday. And as you guys know, every single Monday, we spin fire. <laughs> I love my man, Eric. E. Crystal, E. Shizzle, E. Dizzle. Today, we're going to talk about how you can start learning to work with millennials and why most people say that millennials are lazy, uninspired, unmotivated. And we're considered a millennial, you're kind of like the older crowd of the millennial. I'm considered borderline a millennial. borderline millennial. I'm a millennial, man. I was born in 1991. I'm 27 years young and he's 34 years old. Just kidding, right? But that's where he's at, that's where I'm at. And we're considered millennials. Some of you guys that are watching this are considered millennials as well because you're 19, you're 20, you're 25, you're 30, you're maybe even 36, 37, and you're on the borderline of being the generation of being a millennial. So what is a millennial? Like, what is a millennial? Eric, let's talk about what a millennial is, which we just explained by the, you know, by the birthday, but what is a millennial in a older mind's perspective, a generation X, a generation a, a, a boomer, right? A boomer generation. How do they view millennials? Well, I mean, <clears throat> thank you. Um, <laughs> I would say they have a general perspective, uh, perception where they can manage and deal with technology much better. <coughs> Excuse me. Some of the kind of older crowd, you know, who haven't gotten into the age of technology yet. <coughs> you okay, buddy? I think so. I think I'm dying a little bit. Thank you. It's my way to get some of his coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. I believe that uh, they view them, like you said, as kind of lazy. Um, they don't have the discipline um, as the older crowd. They don't appreciate things as much. Maybe maybe they feel like they don't earn as maybe much. Maybe they just get an entitlement mentality. That's what they said. Uh, this, is, this, this is what the traditional views are. I think that they believe, um, and I think there is some truth to this, that the millennials have a much better understanding of technology and computers and cell phones. And they think they kind of waste their time all day. Yeah, maybe a lot of time waste. Their values are probably different. Like they value, sit, you know, there's kind of a few pictures out there on the internet where you know everyone's sitting around the, on the uh, around the dinner table and everyone's on their phone. You know, the the, the times of just kind of talking and, and spending time together. And now, do you agree with those those opinions? I mean, I think there's always going to be some truth to some of those things, but I think that the perception is not necessarily the reality in a lot of these cases. Like for instance, one of the first things that we have, we'll talk about it, is that millennials are not lazy. Absolutely. They just have other motivating factors. And Correct. I mean, some of the older generation just hasn't been able to identify what they are, you, so they can't. You know what I realized is that millennials are not lazy if you put them in the right vehicle. If you put the millennial in the right vehicle, they will perform at levels you have never imagined. Like for example, we hire a lot of, like our, like our target audience, is people that are between the ages of 18 and 35. This doesn't mean we don't hire people that are 40, 45, 50, but we look for- We have a 70 year old, thank you. We actually have a 70 year old that works for us. That's crazy, right? We have everything from 80 to 70, right? So we are looking for people that are hungry, ambitious, and motivated. And usually, the people that are the most hungriest are the youngest ones, because they got really nothing to lose. If you're 18 years old, you're 20 years old, you're 25 years old, you live with your parents, or you live by yourself, you don't really have any kids yet. You don't really have a husband or a wife. You don't really have responsibilities that much. 
you're more likely to risk more because you have a, 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 a higher threshold to make mistakes. So we look for people that are a millennial because millennials, if you treat them right, they will stick with you forever. As a matter of fact, millennials are the most loyal. Okay, I know people have heard otherwise, but millennials are the most loyal if you give them an opportunity to be loyal too. Because if you don't give them a reason to be loyal, why would they be loyal? A lot of people think that loyalty is 100%. You have to create, like you have to give loyalty no matter what. I disagree with that view. I believe that you have to be the one that gives them the chance to be loyal. If you abuse your people, if you don't take care of your people, you don't give them a chance, you don't give them an opportunity, you don't believe in them, you don't take care of them, why should they be loyal to you? Who are you for them to be loyal I think, to? I you know think what I mean? A traditional, another traditional view on that point of loyalty and stuff like that is that you know, I've heard something recently where um, people are much more likely to sell out these days. You know, back in the day, everyone was loyal and, you know, nobody that's would, bullshit. you know, you know, that's bullshit. you wouldn't sell out on somebody, but now people are quick to sell out and, you know, they'll quote unquote rat on people. And I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, I, I believe like maybe in the street games in the street world, I'm not really familiar with that world, but I can tell you one thing, being a millennial, I always was looking for something to be loyal to. I always was looking for a cause, a mission, Something to chase, right? Which I believe is that, you know, if you want to retain millennials, if you want to hire millennials, you need to learn that they are motivated. We are motivated by dreams, aspirations, goals, big targets, hairy, audacious goals, things that may scare the normal individual. We like that kind of stuff. We want to be part of a company or a, or a culture or a group of people that are chasing something huge, that are chasing impact. It has to have purpose. There's got to be a heartbeat to it. If there's no heartbeat, you may lose us. Especially a guy like me, like I'm very ambitious. I'm very motivated, but I love the fact that I'm able to chase something and it, it pulls me emotionally. It doesn't push me, it pulls me. So you gotta create an environment where it pulls people to become great and they actually chase that, that vision. You know you're bringing I mean? up an interesting point. I think, you know, traditionally speaking, the old school crowd was kind of, I don't wanna say pushed into things, but I feel like they were motivated more by their parents and their teachers kind of pushing them towards something. It's Whereas crazy. I think today's day and age, like you said, it's more about being pulled towards something, a bigger vision. So maybe- You know, you know, what, you know what's crazy? They, and I'm sorry to interrupt. They keep saying that millennials are rebellious. And the reason why, <laughs> I'll give you an example. When you look at my grandma, right? She's a cardiovascular surgeon. She was a doctor, Still? right? Not now, I mean, she's 79 years old. I just looked her uh, yesterday. She's 79 years old. She just turned 79 a couple days ago, actually a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually a couple months ago, whoops, right? So she turned 79 years old, right, that were in March. She turned 79 in March, and the crazy thing is, is that her mother forced her to be a doctor. She was telling the story how her grandma, my great-grandmother forced my grandma to be a doctor. You know what my grandma did to my, my father? Take a wild guess. Forced him? Yeah, forced him to be what? A wife? No. Her husband? <laughs> no, what, did my, what do you think my grandma forced my, come on, man. Use the use the noodles. My grandma was forced to be a doctor. What do you think she forced my dad to be? Doctor. A doctor. My dad ended up being a gynecologist. You know? And my grandma as a kid trying to convince me to be a doctor. Oh no, that's not for me, man. You don't want me at the operating table. You know what I'm saying? ADD, I might forget it's a heart and just cut it by accident. You know what I'm saying? So why is that we as the young generation are I don't want to say rebellious, but we have a different mentality. We have Instagram, we have I Facebook. I think there's we more have acceptance all, in today's society, not, so you don't we want have, to we have more feel forced into something. It's not about that. We have so much connections. Think about it, like right now, you can literally go online, research what a doctor does, how they do it, why they do it, see how they live, and you could know everything about a doctor within minutes. 
Back in the day, you would have to, you would only see the outside perspective of a doctor and you had no other choice. Like you didn't know what was going on in the world. I mean, the world was not connected on a global level. If you, you probably connected on a community level, not on a global network where everybody knows what's going on in every single country. Like what's going on in Venezuela, everybody knows. What's going on in the Middle East, we all know. Like everything's connected through the internet. So you being a young 18 year old kid coming out of high school, your grandma's like pushing you to be a doctor. Like, I don't want to be a doctor. I hate being a doctor. I love playing video games and I want to make money playing video games. So let me ask you a question then. And I know we're kind of getting off topic. No, no, I cool. feel like the fact that we're so connected and there's so much out there and we have so much access to every little thing that it creates confusion because people don't know what they want to do anymore because there's too many options. I believe so. So the, because there's so many options and because mommy and daddy are trying to shove things down their throat, they have no idea what they want to do. So they see this world of Instagram where you have beautiful pictures, yachts, watches, houses, luxury, 16, 18 year olds making videos. You want to be rich? Hit on this Instagram swipe up bullshit. Yes. They start seeing that nonsense of what ends up happening. They start believing the entrepreneurial lifestyle when in reality, they don't realize that to become an entrepreneur or to become a doctor or to become a successful lawyer, you have to go through the grind. You have to go through the struggle. You have to go through the pain. You have to go through the bullshit and they don't understand that. So let me ask you this. So I believe that being connected is amazing, but it's also hurting some of the millennials if they don't utilize the information properly. So like a guy like me, I use the internet to make me money. I use the internet to bring us people. I bring the in, I use the internet to make us sales. Like that's what we do. And the reason why we do that is because we understand the power of the internet. A lot of young cats, they don't understand that. So for people that are hiring guys like us, use us to create greatness in your company. We are excited. We are ambitious. We want to do great things, but we don't want to be controlled. We don't want to be forced. The second we feel forced, we become rebellious for no reason. And that's how we are, right or wrong. I definitely agree. Awesome. So let me ask you that. So what, I mean, I know we've already spoken about yeah, it, but yeah. what are some of the key ways you can reach this crowd and, and connect with them? Because I feel like... So uh, like we said, number one, understand they're not lazy. Give them, they love to work. We love to work. Okay, number two, you have to create a purposeful environment. We have to feel like there's a purpose behind it. If there is no reason, we are deuces like the deuces, okay? We have to know why we're doing it and where we're trying to go with the, with the company, why the company is doing certain things. As a matter of fact, because the internet offers us so much information, we actually want to know why for everything. Like we can't just go to the company meeting and say, okay guys, we're doing this. The team is going to be like, oh, uh, why? We want to know why. They're going to ask a thousand questions. We had a me meeting this morning. Which brings it to number three. Yes. They need a voice, right? Which is number three. They need to have a voice. They need to be heard. We had an hour and a half meeting today with two of our top people on what happens when you hit a certain level because they need the answers. A lot of companies don't give answers to their people. What ends up happening, people get lost in their souls. They have no idea what they want to do. And they don't, they don't suck. And they start feeling disconnected with the management levels. And that's not what we're all about. We're all about knowing, we're all about understanding why we want to do certain things. The more clarification we give the, 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 the millennials, the better it is. Because when you tell them the truth and you speak the truth like we do in Spitting Fire, they feel connected in levels you can't even imagine. So they need to have a voice. Uh, just to add to that, yeah. I feel like in today's world, everyone is advocating for everyone and, and everyone's standing up against you know their beliefs. And I feel like if you try to suppress their voice, then that's another, that's kind of that whole- like, It's a force know, thing, once again. It's that force thing, it's yeah. that control of like, look, you don't have a voice. Now, it doesn't mean that management's always gonna take everything 
you know, every single piece of advice or opinion into, you know, absolute decision, but at least they get to be yeah. heard and they get to share. You know, what's crazy. Like for example, in, in my company and, 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 and every single office, every manager, to be honest with you is in the open area where all the agents are. I don't want the manager to have his own secluded area where you can't connect with the team. I want the team to always feel like they can connect with somebody. Even in my, like my personal office, I let anybody walk in at any time. As long as they let me know, as long as I'm not on a phone call, like, I would love to talk to anybody, any level. I don't care if you're the janitor. I don't care if you just walked in as a brand new admin or a recruiter. I don't care if you're a brand new sales guy. I don't care. I want to hear your voice. And that's what we're all about because those voices count. I have so many awesome ideas that came from so many people that were not at the higher levels of management and they added so much impact and so much value to our company's decision. So it's very important, especially as you grow in a business. Like you gotta be part of, you gotta build an environment where people can be heard. Whether it's through emails, through through, through chats, whether it's through you know uh, 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 networks, or whatever it is that you're building, whether it's face to face, you gotta have people's voices be heard. And this leads me to another thing. Like we, in order to attract millennials, especially guys like me, okay, you need to kind of have a, like not opposing, but like you wanna challenge a traditional mindset. You wanna challenge the traditional thinking of all the boomer mentality of. Think small, go slow, take it easy, be careful. Like my mom used to always tell me, be careful, be careful. I told my mom the other day, I said, mom, stop telling me to be careful. I'm not gonna be careful, because that creates anxiety. I'm gonna be more aware. Tell me to be, be aware, focus, pay attention to what's going on. Be conscious of what's around in your surroundings. But being careful is bullshit. Being careful just creates anxiety. You're like this walking all day, being careful. <laughs> and you, want, you know what's crazy? You know what's careful? Squirrel. You ever see a squirrel bowl? They're the most anxious animals in the world. Like, we, bro, and you live living a life like that is extremely <laughs> painful. Like, why would you do that to yourself? I am aware. I'm conscious of what's going on. That's why I don't smoke. That's why I don't drink. That's why I don't do drugs. Because I want to keep myself always 100% aware at all times. And for some of you young cats, and for some of you, you know, older people that are watching this, you think that millennials are smoking weed, doing this, doing that. Listen, they may be doing that, but you got to give them a reason not to. Like, I, I don't smoke and drink, not because I don't, like, may not like it or whatever. I first of all, I never tried this bullshit, but even if I did try it, I wouldn't do it. Why? To be the example to the millennials, because they're looking for an example. They're looking for someone to look up to. Their parents, their school teachers, their professors have been bullshitting them from years to come. And they're keep bullshitting them. See, back in the day, you could bullshit and nobody knows. Back in the day, you could have a customer complain to you about your, your product or your service, and where are they gonna put a review? On the local newspaper? Nowadays, it's on Yelp, it's on Google, it's on your Facebook page. They know your name, they know where you live. As a matter of fact, nowadays, you don't care about giving someone your address or your phone number. Might as well give you social, doesn't even matter nowadays. Why? Because everything is out there in the open. Listen, if somebody wants your social, they're gonna get it. That's how crazy it is, okay? So when you, give, when you create an, an environment, when you create an environment where people feel safe, when, when they when they want to expose like they they they, they just want to they want to look up to someone in a safe environment. They just want to look up to somebody in a safe, growing environment where they can feel like they're heard, where they feel like they're growing somewhere. And that that to me is really important. You know, I I I always looked for those examples growing up. I didn't find it. So then one day I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be the example." I took full responsibility of that. And now I don't really need to look to other examples. I every day look up to people that are so far ahead of me. I read their books, I watch their videos, I listen to their seminars, I go visit them wherever I can. I try to get as close to them as I possibly can, but I come back to my real world every single day to be the example for my team and for my people and for my leaders. So, and that's what it's all about. So Michael, I have a question. So, I'm sorry I went on a rant, but I was- No, it's very good. I, I appreciate that rant. 
you very much. Soliloquy, as they say. So, Soliloquy. Uh, that's a good word. So, how do you challenge, you know, the traditional views, or how do you kind of challenge so, your parent, hold on, your parents or your teachers without losing, you know, without being disrespectful? Because disrespectful? you, you know, there's that old phrase, you know, respect your elders. Nobody wants to disrespect. I mean, listen, in the Chinese, in the Chinese, actually, I want to say Chinese, but that whole Asian culture and the Russian culture and a little bit of the Spanish, not too much of the Spanish, but in the in the Middle Eastern and Asian cultures, it is so huge to respect your elders. Like, the, to the point where they say jump, you jump blindly. And to me, that's kind of crazy. Respect your elders, yes, respect them. But does that mean you have to listen to everything they say? No, because if you did, none of the apps we have today, none of the programs we have today would exist if people would listen to their mom and dad. I mean, look at Tesla, look at Elon Musk. He does not listen to anybody. And he's creating a world-class, like he's just creating world-class products and, and, and environments where people are able to grow and become better. So if you want to change the future, you need millennials. Now I'll give you some statistics, you know? 95% of millennials, this is actually from a website we got. Uh, I don't know exactly where we got it from, but it's credible, okay? 95% uh, of millennials want flexibility. Think about that, 95%. We're talking about people from people from the ages of 18 all the way to 37, 38. So what does that mean? That they don't want to be locked. They don't want to be locked in. They don't like contractual shit where they say you have to do this, you have to be there, you need to do this, you need to do that. Like they don't like that dictatorship, that that totalitarian lifestyle. They hate that shit. Okay, 55%. Check this out. 55% of millennials are not engaged at work. Why do you think that? Why do you think they're not engaged at work? Is it because the work sucks? No purpose. There's no purpose. They have no idea why they're there. And you're not being a coach and a leader to them to lead them and get them out of the slump. You see, when I see one of my employees or one of my workers or some of the guys that work with us and they're slumping, I want to see what's going on with them. So, I care about that. A lot of these big, bigger companies, they don't give a shit about their employees. They just want to say, work, fire, work, fire. And you look at a number. And when you do that, people don't feel valued. So what about a more a more conventional or traditional business? Like, you know, say Staples has a copy center and they have four employees that work in their copy center. How do they create, you know, it's, it's I walked into a Staples the other day and I saw employees that were totally disengaged. I mean, can I, it, like, how do you, how do you, they're how do they, there because they're looking for something to do and they have no other choice because they need to eat and their $15 an hour is what they can get. And they believe so little in themselves because they have no other choice to do because they're so lost in themselves. No, 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 Staples is an amazing company. I don't put them down, but 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 I can guarantee you one thing: if you take those four guys that work there and bring them to my company, I guarantee you they'll be beasts. I guarantee you. Not because we're so amazing, even though we are. It's because the environment and the culture is conducive for millennials. Millennials love our culture. That's why we attract so many of them. That's why we have so many millennials. As a matter of fact, eighty-five percent of our company is millennials. Nothing bad about that. It's amazing, but we know how to work with them, right? Check this other stats out. This is crazy stats. Fifty percent, fifty percent of all millennials will be in the workforce by two thousand and twenty-five. Fifty percent of the workforce by two thousand and twenty-five will be millennials. So if you guys don't know how to work with these kind of people, you're losing a lot of money right there. Forty-four percent. Check this out. This is crazy. Forty-four percent of millennials will leave their job within two years. Why do you think nowadays there's so many people leaving jobs every year or two, three years? It's not because the job world sucks and there's so many opportunities out there. I mean, that may be the case with opportunities, but people don't want to work in the places they're at. They see other people having a good time like Google and Facebook and they're having a great time, having a blast, chasing a vision, being challenged. They want to create, they're looking for, for example, I guarantee you Facebook, Google is becoming, they're looking for engineers. They create an, an environment where engineers want to be there. They want to crack the code 
of the product they're trying to build. They're building something that's going to be generationally being able to pass down. Like, think about that. While you're working in Staples, no disrespect to Staples, I'm just saying, do some bullshit. Why would they want to be there? Why would they want to be there? Think about that, right? 38%, this is crazy. 38% are actively seeking new roles within the company. They're in a position that they want to be in. So many people, and you know what's crazy? Because the company has their agenda, they don't put the people in the right place. As a matter of fact, we have so many people in our in our in our teams that didn't fit a certain campaign or a certain position. We move them around, and as we move them around, we found them click to a certain product or service or a specific position, and they started to flourish when everyone said that it's gonna be a loser. I got one guy, amazing kid, amazing kid, okay? As a matter of fact, he comes from an Asian background. And everyone looked at him and said, ah, he's not gonna succeed in one of our campaigns. We switched him over to another campaign, he's murdering it. Now, he's not the best sales guy, but he became alive. He became lively, like it was just a different change in him. All because- See him this morning. Yeah, yeah. All because he was put into the right environment. So being, you gotta be able to kind of have, this is like a chess move. You gotta know where you're putting your guys. You gotta know what millennials, what they want, where they trying to go, you know what I mean? So challenging them is very, very important by helping them stretch themselves, being a coach to them. They're looking for an example. They're looking for leadership desperately. And the one thing about leadership, you cannot outsource leadership. You have to take the leadership on. You cannot say, hey, Eric, you know what? Today, I'm gonna go to the gym and you're gonna grow muscle. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I gotta go to the gym to grow my muscles. No one can do that for me. You gotta go out there and be the leader for your team and be the example. No one else can do that for you. So, I mean, you know, the traditional views that have to be challenged and once you challenge those views and you be the example, oh my God, you'll build an army like that, you know? So flexibility is huge. And you know, the last one is, you know, you kind of touch on the last one about being cool and fun. You gotta be like me. You gotta be cool. Very cool and fun. I mean, you know what's crazy? He's 37, uh, 34, sorry. He's 34 (laughs) years old. Sorry, sorry. You're 34 years old and you have energy of a 21 year old. You know what it is? You are childlike but not childish. And that's very important. You're very childlike, which is what a lot of entrepreneurs have. And when you create that kind of environment where you're childlike and just like a child, like it's just fun to be around. I, I love being around you. You know what I mean? I love being around you. People love being around you. Sour respect. Patch Kids and Munchbox. Yeah. Munchables. Munchables, some Fruit by the Foot. So give, give us a little of a... Of a talk to us about how and why you're being, you know, like how is that important to millennials? Like being fun and being, you know, uh, I mean, I think it's a relatability thing. Number one, I think you know. I, listen, for me, work has to be fun, right? If 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 you're not if you're too stressed out all the time or you're not having fun, then you should try to find something else. To be honest, but you got to remember, it's also up to you to find the fun in what you're doing. Like we just did it right now. Yeah, I mean, like the deli. there's there's <laughs> there's not everything you do in work is gonna be fun. So you have to be able to pull that out of it, right? And there's moments where you gotta be more serious. And obviously I know, you know, if we're in a client meeting, I'm not gonna go, you know, off the chain, you know, say something really stupid, maybe, but. Um, <laughs> but you gotta kinda have, you just gotta have fun and you gotta you gotta be kind of that cool person. And when I say cool, I don't mean, you know, not a geek or something like that, but you have to know how to relate and connect with people in different areas. You know, people, everyone's different and you have to know how to connect with them and, and have fun in what they had fun doing, you know? Um, so I don't know if that makes sense, but- Well, it does, I mean, just, 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 most people don't have fun. I worked at certain companies and it was dead. It's like you're, it's like you're walking to a fucking mortuary. I can't, bro. I, I managed a copy center. <laughs> like, listen- And I turned that copy center into a fun environment. I was the manager of that copy center. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna challenge the status quo. The status quo is this. Copy centers are bored. 
Yeah. But I would not, I would not reduce myself to a boring copy center. I was like, if I'm gonna be in this fucking copy center for eight hours, we're gonna have fun. I put on fun music. I had fun with the customers. I did little dances. I, I put little notes under the flaps of the of the <laughs> so the customers would open it or my other employees would open it. They'd see like some dumb shit and like, you know, they like, start laughing. Also, that's and I, like a pretty, I, you know, sitting there, I had a little, pretty I, amazing. like a, uh, Rubber. I was the master at rubber bands, and there was like a pile of rubber bands everywhere. Were like, you the you clown in, in high school? I definitely was. Definitely. Now the key is you have to know when to when to slow down, slow down, and when to you know it's like a you got to know when you can step on the you know pedal to the metal, when to step on the gas, and when to take your foot off the gas with that kind of stuff. You know, there's a time and place for everything. But I guess my point is, is you have to be able to don't expect things to just naturally be fun. Be able to pull the fun out of it. Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, with you millennials are amazing. We are amazing. You are amazing if you're watching this and you're a millennial. And listen, if you're a boom, you're a boomer, you know, whatever. What's it called? Boomer? Uh, uh, a baby, baby boomer. boomer? Yeah, I'm a boomer. <laughs> if you're a baby boomer or if you're a generation X or you're from the generation of old world one who still watch this, I don't know. That's fine. We still love you. We still respect you. But understand that the next generation is what's key. We have generation Z, which we call the generation millennial that are coming on, you know, come on board as well. Uh, uh, like Generation Y, so to say, right? Or, or Generation Z, Z. Anybody that's born from 2000 to 2018, they're about to turn 18, 19, 20 in the next couple of years. And it's very important to get ready for them because they're almost the same breed as us, but they're just so used to the technology. They're so used to all the things that are, you know, they're just a bit like iPad. Look at three-year-old nowadays. Playing with these iPads, knowing secrets and settings and way better than we can ever imagine. So it's very important to kind of get ready for that and be prepared for that. And hopefully you guys can enjoy working with millennials and look at them in a different light, different perspective. Hopefully if you are a millennial, you can live up to those things and maybe find a place where you can call home like a company. And if you're looking for a home, you already know where to call. Arrive Marketing and Mindset Solutions is what it all is about. So as you guys know, every single Monday we come at you spit fire. And nothing but the truth and everything but the <laughs> truth and the truth and the truth and the truth, right? So don't forget to subscribe down below. And if you're watching us on YouTube, do me a favor. Share this video with a friend or family member so that they can actually get impacted and understand how you are wired. Have a good one.